The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. What is happening? Welcome to the Nick and Alex Baseball Show, the show that will give you time when you need it. My name is Nick Pollock, and joining me today is the uh, the blissful Alex Fast. How you doing, Alex? Is it because it it's Grayson Rodriguez Day? Is it's that Grayson Rodriguez Day, it's baby. Gr- oh, man. We are, we are two hours away from, I think, the most exciting game we've had all year. The most inti- I mean, sure, there's opening yeah. day and there's all these guys and stuff, but this, not only is it Grayson Rodriguez making his MLB debut, which, by the way, spring wasn't good. Minor leagues wasn't good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm curious to see what we get from Grayson, but it's against Jacob DeGrom. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it literally can't ask for a better matchup. And there's so much fun going into it, too, because there's obviously just the people, get, you know, Grayson getting excited because it's his first start ever in the bigs. And I'm sure there's a lot of emotion there, but it's in his home state, which means that all of his family is likely oh, going to be into it. Yeah, it's in his home state. He grew up actually a uh, Houston Astros fan. Um, so there's a lot of, he's going to have a lot of people in attendance. I'm, you know, listen, there's, there, I'm, there's a lot of mixed emotions, right? You're obviously always going to be excited at the time that your biggest prospect is, is getting called up, even though right now he's technically not our biggest prospect, but you know what I mean? So very excited. The other side of it too is like, I, I fear for him. Like I fear for a child, right? Where I just want him to do well. Oh, yeah. I don't want him. I want him to succeed. But, but like you said, you know, not great spring numbers, right? I mean, one start, but the command issues that we saw in oh, excuse me, the spring had command issues. Then we had one minor league start, right? And yeah. there were more command issues with four walks. Maybe right. it was because it was outside in the cold. Love the fact that we're not gonna have to worry about that because we're, we're in we're in Texas, obviously. Domes, That's baby. really big. <laughs> Domes, baby. <laughs> uh, but I also the other thing. There's so much that led to this too, right? There's like. Obviously, everyone knows that he was sent down, and there was a lot of hullabaloo about that, and whether whether or not it was you know service time manipulation stuff. Kyle Bradish, he gets the he gets the foot contusion. We didn't know until right now, by the way, that Grayson was going to start because he got called up yesterday, but he wasn't officially announced until like an hour ago or two hours sure. ago. I, I I really do want to uh, give you props because you put out a whole tweet about. Bradish getting the comebacker and then I mm-hmm. uh, and then Wells coming in and figuring out the scenarios for the Orioles. And you really listed it out being like, this is what I think is going to happen. It won't be deal hall because we would have heard about that. Yeah, I think they're going to push up Gibson because the day off, that's what they did. And you said maybe it's Austin Voth. I don't think that it would be Grayson. But even still, the fact that he nailed the Gibson one and then at least there's the opportunity for Grayson. It was honestly, it was like your Baltimore Oriole bias of like mm-hmm. you're too conservative you cannot think a good well, thing will happen for your team is it necessarily yeah, a good team is this a good thing is actually something i should ask you right now for grace and rodriguez to get the call today i can't deny what you just said that there's obviously that bias that kind of exists within me i did say okay grace and rodriguez is an option because it would line up with the start day but i said in parentheticals that it would be doubtful to me because it really was doubtful right like the, the I think it vindicated a lot of people when in his first spring start, you saw four walks because then it was like Michael Eyes, you could almost hear him being like, see, it's not service time manipulation. He had no command in the spring and then he had no command in his first start in 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 the minors. And we want to make sure that he gets that command sorted and he feels good. I I'm excited for him. I'm excited that it's going to happen. I just don't know. I mean, like, it's probably what's best for the team because, like we said, we couldn't get DL Hall. I think if it's this happens a day later, it's Bruce Zimmerman and it's not Grayson Rodriguez. 
I, I'm excited to see how he reacts. We talk about this a lot, right? Where it's like, you just don't know what you're going to get in a, in a high prospects first start as a pitcher because there's so much adrenaline. It's not them in a way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like look right, at Jared right. Schuster, right? It just, we learned a lot about his mental makeup in that day. Obviously he's going to be fine moving forward. That start is not going to define him, but how is Grayson going to react to this? And like you said, too, it's not like he's going up against some nobody. Oh he's going up against the second greatest pitcher on the planet. So oh, no, like, the worst of your rays in the majors right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, second greatest, I say, because Grayson is, of course, the greatest. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. What do you what do you? Well, two things. One, what are you thinking about the start? And then two, this isn't a fantasy podcast, but people were curious because I did put out a poll this morning about whether you were starting Grayson Rodriguez in fantasy today. So that's the other thing I want to hear from you is if you are starting him in fantasy. Sure. Uh, so I, I mean, I, I have a general rule. I mean, this is fantasy, though. I don't know. I, you don't start guys in MLB debuts because of the, the makeup. And by the way, every single time I hear that, I just see them in front of the mirror. Be like, I'm just going to add a, just a little bit of anxiety. Yeah. A little just, contour, just, just, yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I, it's it's something where I wouldn't because of everything that's going on um, with him. Also, I don't expect the Orioles to push him in any way. So mm. at most, you're hoping for five. So, I mean, if I were to predict the line, and I do want to hear yours, too, about yes. what you'd predict uh, for, for Grayson Rodriguez, I would say we're going to see uh, 3.2 innings. Okay. Uh, two earned runs, four hits, two walks, four strikeouts. I love that. Okay. I'm going to say, so I'm going to say four innings. I'm going to say three walks. I'm going to say four Ks. I'm going to say like two hits with two earned runs as well. I think okay. it's just the, some timely hits lead to some earned are runs. We, are we really taking into account? how loud it sounds in there when the barrel hits the, when the ball hits yeah. the barrel <laughs> that's gonna mess him up no um yeah how many loud hits do we hear um this is a fun thing uh this podcast is coming out just hours beforehand or at least like we're yeah. recording this hours beforehand i'm gonna try my best to get this out before then uh and if you're hearing after i apologize I hope you enjoyed this Grayson talk after the fact where it all just changes completely, but we're excited. And this is one of the things about the Nick and Alex baseball show that I love the most is that we just get to showcase our glee for the sport. Mm -hmm. um, it's not about the bottom line of their actual performances. It's just our favorite things about the game. Yeah. And this is, this is a beautiful thing. The last thing I'll say about this, and then there's so much other stuff that I want to move on to. He had seven. I just looked it up. Seventy five pitches in his first minor league start. So you're right. Have to imagine he's probably capped at like eighty five, maybe eighty oh, no, for this even start. That. Yeah, you think so? You think they would easy. cut it down from seventy five? I think generally they keep it low in the first one on purpose. Mm. Um, but I could be very much wrong there. Um, do you know? Do you know the number that Grayson Rodriguez is going to be wearing? Yeah, 30. He's going to be wearing 30. Yeah. Who was the last pitcher to wear number 30 fast? Was it Sidney Ponson? No. Was it Mike Mussina? No. That was 35. Baltimore Orioles, number 30. Who is it? Fast? Why would oh I God. care? Why would you care? I thought that's why I thought it was Mussina. Because that's why you no. would care. Oh, you know what's so sad? When I Google Baltimore <laughs> Orioles 30, the only... Th oh, this is not a good sign. Uh-oh. Don't. This is it. Officially, don't start him. When I Google Baltimore Orioles 30, the first thing that pops up is the time we gave up 30 runs to the oh, Rangers. Oh, yeah. Against the Rangers. That's right. Yeah. What was it? 30 to 3? Yeah, 30 oh. to 3 in game one of a doubleheader, I think. Fast. I could reuse a shirt. Oh, Chris Tillman? <laughs> 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 If you guys don't know this, the history of Pitcher List is right when I started, uh, right when I was starting, I, I, I'm very good friends. Uh, my friend Shafiq, he's wonderful. And he's an Orioles fan. And uh, he he and I, I remember in 2015 or six, 16, he made a bet with me about 16 wins for Tillman in a year. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was ridiculous. And so I came up with a phrase for him. He can't spell win with Tillman. It was a tongue-in-cheek joke with us, and I made a shirt just for him, and then I decided to kind of make it public with pictures. But, like, it was something that I, I haven't really talked about since because I don't like talking about the negative, yeah. um, and I've moved on from that uh, moving forward. But, man, I mean, what? You can't spell the... You can't spell on with Grayson? <laughs> you... <laughs> I know, you that's the point on with Tillman. It's kind of like you can, essentially. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But oh, 
oh man, that's so funny to me. Like, I, 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 I promise he makes it better for you guys. I, I promise that would be the last thing I'll say. The one last thing I'll truly say is you have to you have to keep him up at this point too, right? No. Like you can't they're you not think going you're, to. they're gonna shuttle him? I think they're going to, yeah. God, that would that to me is even worse. Then it then it makes me just not well, like okay, that okay. decision. Let's even say more. let's say he does poorly. Mm-hmm. Or do you that do you keep him here? I don't know. This is the position that they put themselves in. I think you have to keep him Why in at this point. Huh? I, that's awesome a good question because I don't. Yeah. He didn't. He didn't go yesterday, and uh, I think he would be maybe on a full five days rest. Maybe he's piggybacking this, and then they're like trying to ease Grayson in that way. Mm, that maybe. I mean, I do wonder if they keep him feeling up good about three point two innings now. <laughs> yeah, seriously, I do wonder if they keep him up, and it's a six man rotation now. Um, it's going to be oh, tough be to not start Wells. After I hope that Reddish start. is okay. Uh, I I haven't heard anything that's saying that he's he's on the IL. Yeah. He's he on is? the aisle. He'll miss two starts. Yeah, they had so that was the thing. They had to put him on the aisle. Oh, like there was like oh, in order course. to get yeah, Grayson. Yeah. yeah. Oh right, because he had demoted. Yeah, I understand. Um. Okay. So all of that aside, thank everybody for enduring that. You guys understand. Fast is a giant Orioles fan, and this is such a big moment for all of us. What do you know? He's wearing his Cantsville Women Tillman shirt today. It's amazing. I uh, but and and he jersey, and he still didn't get it. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um so fast what what would you like to talk i mean we're a week into the season here we have yeah. some interesting things that have happened this first week not i mean not too many major surprises but there are some interesting notes um what do you got for us we're gonna dig in today we're gonna really dive in and we're gonna laugh in the face of people who say it's too early and we're gonna make big bold claims despite the <laughs> fact that it's way too early right because it's a lot of fun because listen there's oh, yeah. a part of every single one of us who's who like looks at you know a guy hitting 457 and we're like it's not gonna last and then underneath especially if they're on our fantasy teams we're like please last he's gonna i mean it's like teoscar hernandez having the worst weekend ever um, yeah. By the way, I was very, I'm so sorry to interrupt that wonderful whispering. And then all of a sudden he has two home <laughs> runs yesterday. And it's just like, oh yeah, okay. It's yeah, fun. that was nice. So I, here's what I want to do. There's a bunch of things that we're going to go through to see like, okay, is this, is this going to last or is this not going to last? And here's how we're going to sure. start. So we're going to go through each division and we're going to look at uh-huh. the current standings for each yeah. division. And I want to know <laughs> how much, how much these standings will indeed resemble the final standings at the end of the year, right? Sure. Okay. Yeah. So let's jump in. We're going to start. We're, we're going alphabetical. We're going to go with the AL East. So right now it's Rays, Orioles, Yankees, Blue Jays, Red Sox. Okay. Not so fair. Here's what I want. Not fair. Why, not why fair. not fair? Because the Yankees and Orioles are tied. I, I I don't know why the Orioles would officially get the tiebreaker. It's got to be run differential at this point. Yeah, right? I guess so. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we're trying to figure out tiebreakers in week one. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's so absurd. <laughs> I'm just it's saying, so you stupid. put your Orioles above my Yankees. So that's okay. that's what I'm saying here, right? That's not fair. Oh, here's here's another fun caveat, too, that I yeah. want to do. So what I want to know, like, what the major shifts will be by the end of the sure. year. Okay. And then I also want to know, of these teams, which of them will never see below 500 again and which will never be above 500 for the rest of the oh, year yeah, okay, okay i got you so yeah, let's yeah. we're gonna start with the a least like i said rays orioles yankees tied at three and two the rays still the uh now the only undefeated team in baseball at five and oh uh then the blue jays at two and three and the red Sox at two and three how closely will this resemble the standings and then give me all of the teams and whether or not they will ever be below or above 500 again yeah so the rays i mean the rays had such a wonderful ease into the season mm-hmm. uh, i mean it's not like oh hey was it the tigers and the uh the tigers and the nationals i mean are you serious yeah um this is this is so so easy they have a fantastic pitching staff i mean josh fleming was horrible and they still won <laughs> you know i mean it's, it's yeah. that kind of situation for the rays with the early schedule so i'm not really reading too much into that but the rotation does look very very good imagine when glasnow returns how fun that will be um so the Rays will still be uh, that's such a good division. Um, the Red Sox are going to be last. We know that. And okay, so honestly, that stays. They might not be above 500. I'm just oh, going to be, that be we're getting spicy. <laughs> well, here's the problem. Spicy. That one's challenge. <laughs> someone, with <Nick> so, <laughs> someone needs to falter in this division. Bailey. And and there it is. And the Orioles are not going to be it. The Red Sox are going to be the number five of this. 
I uh, they get the pirates right now. That's the thing. I have Kluber as a streamer of the day. So like maybe they be got destroyed though. Last well, night. yeah, but it was well, no, it was Pavetta. You're thinking of Cutter Crawford? No, uh, but they they lost, they lost last, in the pen, didn't the they lose them up? Didn't they oh, lose man. last night and the night before against the Pirates? I I don't know if they they I bet they lost last night. I just cared about how Pavetta did. <laughs> no, I think they I think they lost. Last uh, night. Yeah. Yeah, they what did because they it? took two out of three against the Orioles, so they lost oh, both games man. against the I mean, Pirates. Contreras, yeah, Contreras did all right. I uh, so maybe, yeah. It, it, the Red Sox aren't looking good. The rotation is not good. the The offense is fine. They could click in, but there isn't enough thump. I, mm. I saw. I, I was reminded of that phrase for describing an offense over the week. I'm like, yes, I love that. I love that. I'm going to use yeah, it thump. so much more now. Good old thump. Um, yeah, hit so, that P so, harder. Gotta, I gotta, I gotta leave. <laughs> thump. Let's hear it. Hit it. I'm not thump. And no. um, <laughs> that plosive. Yeah, I gotta get it. Look, look what you've done plosive. to me. Thump. There you go. No plosive. Um, but yeah, so so you have the Rays, Rays, Yankees, Orioles, Jays are just gonna be going all back and forth the entire year. If you ask me, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm throwing the Orioles in there for you, but they're gonna settle down to be a mid '80s team because the rotation isn't good enough. I'm with you. I, I, so, okay. So we say that it's probably, I, we can kind of both agree at this point. It wouldn't surprise me with the way the Rays have looked to start the year. If they won this division, I really thought well, it was going to be the team, Yankees The team. Yeah. But the team that they, sorry, the schedule has been so good for them. And we'll see what happens. Okay. But this them. is what we're trying to do. The, well, the, Rays... the offense is not, I'm sorry. The, the rotation is good. The offense. I don't know. We'll okay. See. So what, uh, how much is there going to be a lot of difference or a minimal amount of difference between what we see at the end of the year? Better. The Jays get okay. a lot better. Okay. That's the thing. Now, the offense is too good. The rotation, I mean, sure, Barrios is horrible, but Manoa should do better. Gosman will allow as much hits and hopefully Kikuchi clicks in too. Remember, I'm going to hold you to this. This is very. Runs. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is very serious stuff. I'm going to hold you to it because yep. <laughs> this is, you know, yeah, yeah. a lot of validity in judging it. You, you agree full with season. all of that. Right? Who's going to win this division? Uh, I, I genuinely think like. Uh, we're having fun. I'm going to say it is actually the Rays. I, I actually think that if they can in any way, shape or form, stay healthy, that it could be the best rotation in all of baseball. Yeah. Um, by the way, I like that you established that we're having fun because I was worried for a second. But hey. now you, you, you laid down the gavel. Now the fun begins. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it, uh, I, you're right. Here's the thing, too. You're right. Easy teams, but you got to beat up on those easy teams when you're five and zero oh against those Very easy true. teams Very and true. don't have a little blemish. No I, other teams so I think it'll probably be. Rays, Rays, Yankees. Um, then maybe Orioles, Blue Jays is more interesting than we originally anticipated. Maybe they are going back and forth, and then Red Sox last. Um, and then I, I, I think all of these teams will fluctuate between five hundred. Quick, quick but, deviation here for a second. Okay. Uh, who is the premier pitcher or two at the trade deadline? Do you have any Ooh. idea? Because this is this is the thing. If the Orioles are in this. You might see an acquisition there. You could see the Jays getting acquisi- uh, having an acquisition when it's really just like two to three guys right now. Because Barrios, I'm not having any expectation for. We don't really know about Kikuchi. Tiedemann may be in the second half, but I uh, they need to go. You know, They'll be aggressive to get somebody. And the Orioles, we all know that is their weakness, is that the, the Baltimore Orioles don't, do not have a pitching staff uh, that they want, while the Yankees are hurt too. This is a go- going to be a seller's market for starting pitchers. I'm trying to just look at this really quickly and figure out who they could be just from the bottom of the barrel teams that might be selling you. I don't know off the top of my head. What do you got fast? Okay, so there's a few things that we need to consider, and this is a very fun exercise to do. So there's the first one that kind of popped out to me. Oh, actually, here it is. I think, no, okay. The first one that popped out to me, maybe was Zach Gallen. But with some additional mm-hmm. thought, there's too much team control left. I think the Diamondbacks yeah. are feeling really good about a window opening up. I don't yeah. think it's going to be We Zach were looking Gallen. for like a premier rental. Uh, yeah. A year and a half or a half of a year. So the best way to do that then would be to look at to see who the uh, free agents are going to be for next year. Right. Right. Because yep. then people aren't going to be as interested. So who are the great free agents on poor teams? Um, so here are some free agents that are on teams that might not be as competitive. So Marcus Stroman could theoretically move. He's in the Cubs. Oh, yeah. They might not, yeah, might not yeah, be yeah. their year. Um, I, I think you, you could say Martin Perez, but um, they did I think do they're it last be, year. And uh, yeah. I, yeah, no. And they might be more competitive. It looks like 
Lance Lynn could be an interesting option for the White Sox. Oh yeah, he could he could theoretically be on the move. Um, and then after that, Giolito. I don't think Uh, so. Giolito's not a free agent. Uh, He is. You're right. You're right. Giolito. Giolito's here. Mike Clevenger is here. Mm -hmm. Um, I I see Minnesota being uh, in it. So Sonny Gray, not necessarily. Um, I mean, yeah, that that it kind of gets a little. Then after that, maybe. Uh, Oh, here's an interesting one. There's a club option. Yeah. There's a club option on Herman Marquez. I wonder if he finally gets out of course. No, the club option. They're going to. This is the best contract for them. They're not getting. Yes. Everyone. Everyone's been saying that, but it's like till 26 or something like that. Uh, It's something wild. Um, So that I mean, sorry for the deviation. Guys, you're like, it's it's April 5th. Why did we just Mm -hmm. do that? It's because we want to understand, as far as the season goes, like who are going to be the ones that could shift. Um, and we said it at it, the so. top. If if you're listening and you said it's April 5th, what are they talking about? We said we're, we're digging into the opposite side here. <laughs> we're having fun on being like it's April 5th and we're going to uh, make rest right. of season predictions. Exactly. So we're going to move on to the AL Central. But before we do, we're going to take a quick break. So we're going to move to the AL Central. And this time I'm going to flip it. Right. Instead of me leading this one, I want you mm-hmm. to tell me the Twins who are four and one, the Guardians who are four and two, the White Sox are two and three, the Tigers are two and three, and the Royals are one and four. How is this division going to shape up? Is this it? And who's going to stay above 500? Who's going to stay below 500? So, okay. I was too much of a coward to say this coward! Uh, <laughs> at the beginning of the year. But I do wonder if as the season progresses and as they get healthy, if the Detroit Tigers could actually be better than what their original Pocota rankings were, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, I think there is a chance that maybe they could be better. They're not a playoff team. They're not a wild card team, but I do wonder if they could exceed expectations by not being at the bottom of the barrel. Um, I think this division of all the other ones could be the one where the standings actually looked most similarly to what they will be at the end of the year and that I would probably just switch the White Sox and the Tigers and that could be it. Um, now there is a chance too that the Royals maybe do a little bit of a swap. Like it's kind of a, a race to the bottom for the AL Central. They've showed a lot of promise early on in the year, um, and their 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 pitching staff actually, I think, since everyone went to drive line, might finally have been able to take like a next step. So I'm going to say the the Twins still win that division. They're they're I don't think they're going to dip below 500. They're four and one. They've got a nice buffer. Um, the Guardians. Man, James Karinchak, notable garbage person, uh, not looking good, and I love to see it. He, They might stay at second in that division. I'll say that they stay above 500. The Tigers, the White Sox swap. The White Sox get above 500. The Tigers hover around it. And the Royals, I don't know. Let's be bold. I don't know if they get above 500 for the rest of the season. Again, we're doing the caveats here. We're having fun. It's, it's April 5th. Do not hold us to this. It's fun. If you're not having fun, Stop listening. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so that's that, that's my. <laughs> I just keep going into Tim Robinson mode. Um, so yeah, that's what I think about the AL Central. What about you? Ah, uh, the Twins have it. The Royals are not under 500, or stay, they stay under 500. The Tigers are not. Sorry, they are. They are not getting above 500. Um, Torque the home run though. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, I'm, that, that's great. Uh, but yeah, Javi Baez isn't becoming what they want him to be. Uh, Riley Green's going to have to do a whole lot of heavy lifting. Matthew Boyd, maybe. Um, Eduardo Rodriguez, yeah. Uh, after that, I don't like it. Mm. Um, Matt Manning, uh, maybe Spencer Turnbull. There, there's some hope for it, but like someone needs to lose in the majors, and it's going to be the Tigers. Yeah. Um, the White Sox, okay. I think, are going to go through injuries again, and they are going to sell at the deadline. So I'm going to say that actually they never get above 500. Um, while the Guardians, they just find a way. They just they just find a way, uh, and they they hover 500 through the year. Um, but yeah, the AL Central to me feels like a a, a done deal. Uh, the Twins should run with this. Kenta May looks so good. Yeah, um, against the Marlins, Miley and- is at a 93, 94 actually, 94 miles per hour. So, I uh, Buxton is healthy. And what is it? Joey Gallo season again? I know. I know. Right. I love it. It's so exciting. You always love to see a player like that come back. And listen, we don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves, but he's going to win the MVP. Right? <laughs> I said that as soon as he took a big I thought it was a safe moment. I don't want to get in front of, you know, ahead of myself. I'm like, oh, cool. He's going to like go off for like a good 10 seconds. Nope. 
<laughs> so, I was going to win was, MVP. And that would no, be so good. And what would happen is that they would do the same image they had of him on MLB The Show as like the promo. Oh, yeah. Or that, that was like would be the, the Joey Gallo huh? stink face. It would be amazing. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's so, so speaking to... of Gallo, let's oh, talk about his former team in that division with the AL West. Nice, uh, Rangers, nice. Angels, Athletics, Astros, Manners. I knew that you would appreciate a good segue. If there's anything fast likes in this world, if I could give you an anniversary gift of a good segue, I would. Um, smooth. And smooth as butter. <laughs> the wheels, I'm telling you, they're so smooth. <laughs> um, uh, Rangers at 3 2. Angels are 3 and 2. Athletics are 2 and 3. Astros are 2 and 4. And so are the Mariners. Mm. What's going on here, fast? Yeah, this is probably the one that completely flips upside down. Um, <laughs> super exciting to see a, a fun Angels start, but you know, even uh, it didn't really dominate the A's uh, in their you know in their opening games, which but was fast. Like, you Reed know, Detmers. I, uh, Reed Detmers was was good, but he wasn't dominant. Yeah, he had moments. He, yeah, oh, he, he he's just going ninety five. The stuff plus, by the way, on it over a hundred. Your face when you were like, I saw that moment behind your eyes where you're like, am I going to argue this? Am I going to town on this? And then you're like, nah, he's, he's right. It wasn't dominant. It was I good. It, it was good. He, what the, he's, sh- he's showing it, though. I mean, the curveball, nine cold strikes on it. Slider, like, it's there. He's just a little inefficient right now. He's 23. Like, just give him. Oh, man, I heard. He's gonna be so good. He's gonna be so I heard good. someone on this podcast that I listen to that comes out every morning <laughs> called Plus Pitch say that maybe he's a cherry bomb. That's what I heard. Say that Reed Detmers uh, might be a cherry bomb. Yeah, that's a might. That's like the floor. That, okay. Um, so I, I don't know might if I necessarily. Not be a cherry bomb. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's been great to see, you know, Taylor Ward hit a few home runs. Obviously, the, the top yes. of that um, oh. lineup is, is really nice. But I, I think if there's going to be a surprise team here, it might be might be the Rangers. I, so I, here's what I can't figure out, because, again, it's April 5th. Are the Rangers good or are the Phillies bad? Like that's kind of what bad. I was trying to struggle it's with. It's like two things combined. Like the Phillies are not that good offensively. They lost Harper and Hoskins. They need those. Yeah. They really do. I mean, they had Trey Turner, which is good, but I mean Elena Dare will be the first one to tell you. Uh, I said they like, were gonna miss the playoffs. It's been painful. You said they were gonna miss the playoffs? I mean, it's mm-hmm. oh man. It's April 5th. We know. I mean, Who's... we're going to talk about the Ed Ellie's in a second. Okay, we do know. It yeah, is yeah. Sorry, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, um, okay, so but... then I think I still think this ends that it's just going to be fully topsy turvy. I mean, obviously, it has been a little weird to see the Astros like not do as well, especially with Jose Altuve out. I still think the Mariners are so much fun to watch, and they're going to be totally fine. I will yeah. say that I think the Rangers actually might be able to stick around uh, if their rotation can stay healthy. I think that lineup is really, really, really good. Um, so then I'm gonna I'm gonna say that there's a, uh, we see a flip. So Astros, Mariners, wait, 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 then wait, wait, Rangers. Hold on. Stop for a second. Stop for a second. The Rangers lineup you absolutely love. I I think it's really good. Yeah. Go through it for me. Okay, so we have Marcus Simeon, which is fantastic. Yeah, we right? know this one. Then we have Corey Seager, who we know is very good, right? And then after that, we have uh, Adolis Garcia. I believe that's the fourth. last one. Okay, that's the three. That's those that's are the not three. True. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm saying like that's the three that I'm like first think of. Who am I forgetting? Okay, Nathaniel Lowe, who can hit thirty oh, sure, home sure, runs. Sure, yeah, yeah. Okay, next, Josh Young, who can hit thirty home runs. Mm, well, okay, yeah. We hopefully that does come out, but that's a good point. Yeah, hopefully he does uh, blossom. Robbie Grossman, incredible. who's off to an incredible start and is an OBP machine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I Ro- mean, Robbie. Yeah, Robbie, that was a, great that OBP. was a. Uh, yeah, that was one of the under the radar signings for the Rangers. I hope that works out for them. His, you know, he's showcased the floor and stuff, but I hope that does pan out for the Rangers. Keep going. Twenty twenty two was not as great, but before that, back to back seasons of over a hundred WRC plus. Yeah, twenty twenty season. I think in two thousand nineteen or two thousand twenty one. I should think. Uh twenty twenty yeah. season. Yeah, back in twenty twenty one. Yeah, where he had a one sixteen like WRC yeah. plus a one twenty eight WRC plus before that. Right. I hope that's um, who last he is year. Yeah, and he, you're right. He might not be. Maybe he is last year where he got injured a little bit. Then after that, obviously, it, it falls off a little bit. But then we're talking about the seven, eight, nine hitters. Sure, so, sure. Yeah. Uh, there's I, a good I, amount of pop there. Yeah, I, I'm intrigued by the Rangers. They do have a higher ceiling than we're giving them credit. I agree with you there. There's no uh, bench depth. I'll give you that much. Yeah. And you got to be careful of those benches. They might hurt your wrist if you punch them. Um, <laughs> okay. Now, right. I... The Seattle Mariners, it's interesting. I've watched this entire rotation. Here was, I was like, oh my God, the Seattle Mariners rotation. I just want everyone in this is amazing. Castillo has been incredible. Great Ooh. to see him at the beginning of the year. Uh, normally when he has these weird Aprils, he's not having that right now. 
Mm. Maybe it's because it's Seattle. <laughs> Just saying, and not Cincinnati. We talked about the domes. So it's all about the domes, baby. Yeah. Um, but I feel um, like I just made have... a sound from like a Halloween toy. <laughs> you play that, but I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like a weird thing you like put on a porch. I gotta add that to the morning Twitch stream <laughs> a sound bite, a soundboard. Um. So, but the thing, so you have Castillo. Robbie Ray is out for two months, um, which is just sh- absolute shock. Like that, that messed me up. Yeah, like he looked great. He looked so good in the spring. He was he was cooking. And then all of a sudden, first start, like, wait, what's this? And then I'll, oh, hey, whoops. <laughs> um, then you have Logan Gilbert. Actually, I'm encouraged by Logan Gilbert. Finally, like the secondaries yeah. looked much better. Uh, Splitter yeah, was like he... an addition, but the yep. slider looked better and curveball looked better. Like he actually like was able to work it in effectively, which we didn't see too often last year. There was one or two sliders, and this just could be personal biases or, or like a recency bias. There were one or two sliders that he just like hung a little bit and got oh, yeah. punished for. Oh, but I, other no, than that, yeah. The but that's the thing is like those were just all of them before. A lot, yeah, oh, yeah, good know, point. Like, uh, the majority, yeah. and like now he's actually like, oh no, no, these are we have some good ones here. Good point. Um, so there is hope to have there, and then George Kirby. Ah, the forcing yeah, was yeah. so good. It was yeah. it was so good. Um, I mean, seriously, he just lived at the top of the zone. The Angels like, yeah, I'm just going to swing and miss. It's fine. I I could do this. And he just needs one of those to develop. It's uh, the secondaries. The slider actually has good movement on it. He didn't really use it too much, but it, like, oof, it looked good. It just didn't command it. So there is still hope there. Um, I hope that does develop. But then it's like Chris Flexen and Marco Gonzalez at the end right now. And Kirby doesn't have his secondaries. And I'm like, oh, gosh, wait, I was so excited. Maybe we'll see Bryce Miller early-ish, Emerson Hancock. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that might all of a sudden reinvigorate it for the Mariners. But that is something to monitor with them. Is I was really in on the, the Mariners rotation. And now I'm a little more tepid on it than I want to be. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, the good news is still that 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 pen uh, is, is molto bene. Mightier than the sword. Yeah, they are. They have been very, very good. Uh, they, you know what's? Uh, why not? We're gonna have a little tangent here. You know what? <laughs> which pen leads yeah. the league in war right now? Which, which, which bullpen after five games uh, leads the league in war? I want to make a Bridgerton joke so badly. Um, <laughs> I would be very shocked by that. Yeah, I well pen. Um. Let's who which bullpen leads the league in war? Yes, and while you think about it, I will play. I, I wish we had a banner that ran across or like an ad that played that said, "We're just having fun." It's April fifth. Don't worry, we, we're not taking this seriously. It's just fun to note this. Okay, I swear we are not analysts who are legitimately thinking this is serious. We're just having fun. Which I'm pen say is it's it? The Rangers. The Rangers. The Rangers are actually fifth. The Rangers are actually fifth, right behind uh, the Yankees and ahead of uh, the Guardians. The best bullpen right now. They are the best in war. They have the. Let me see here. I think the second or third best ERA, uh, seventh best ERA, and I believe it's a top ten FIP overall. No, it's not the Reds. It's the seventh best FIP as well. So best war, top ten FIP, top ten ERA is the Pittsburgh Pirates. Oh man, I was thinking it would be something crazy like that. I was trying to find teams that have wins and like don't have good starters. Sure. Uh, and uh, yeah, look at that. Look at Fun. that. Fun. All off the team by July. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. But that's fun. <laughs> like that. Um, did we that's get fun, your final But we're not talking about the NL Central. I mean, my predictions here are that it's the Astros, Mariners, um, Rangers, Athletic, Angels, Athletics. Athletics are not going to be about 500. Yeah, it's stupid. It's stupid. Okay. Stupid, stupid, stupid. All right, stupid. good. Uh, NL East, we've got Atlanta at 4-1. and one. The Mets are 3-3. Three and three, And all of New York is in chaos. I uh, two and four Marlins, <laughs> one and four Phillies, and one and four Nationals. How are we feeling here, Fast? Um, the Phillies will will turn it around. They're they're gonna they're gonna. I still think I don't know, my man. prediction. No, come on, they'll be above five hundred. They'll okay. They'll, they'll, okay, hold on, hold on a second. Oh, do it. Go. All right. Get all right. I see. I mean, Aaron Ola is fine. Don't worry. Zach Wheeler has been weird in his command the last couple, like in the spring, and even with a good four seamer slide, was horrific last week um, against the Rangers. Um, the rest of our rotation, Taiwan Walker, his velocity was back, but did not look yep. good against the Yankees. Um, Billy Falter, I know you 
if you guys don't know this, Fast does like works with the team for Sunday Night Baseball on ESPN. I still blows my mind. Uh, <laughs> and, and like he had to do Martin Perez and Bailey Falter those past three, which is just like, <laughs> all right. So Fast will tell you everything about the extension of Bailey Falter and that helps him with his four seamer and stuff. But that's not what the Phillies really want at the end of their staff. No. And then Ranger Suarez is out even now. And now you have Matt Strom, which is like a wonderful thing in my own little world, but not sure. actually in baseball world. Sure. So that's not good. Reese Hoskins is out for the year. Harper yeah. isn't back to the middle of the year. And what is the joke about the Phillies? What is like the worst aspect of the Phillies that we joke about every year? The bullpen. Yeah. So what? what are we chasing? What is like the good part here? You know? And sure, Alvarado's looking good right now, and the bullpen was better last year, but this looks Third worrisome. Uh, oh, never mind. Uh, this looks worrisome for the Phillies right now. And uh, something's got you know, ERA. And they Sorry. need Painter. And well, you know, Painter's hurt. And like, maybe the Phillies don't go above 500 this year. I love it. It's spicy. They have a again very very fun nineteen inning sample size a seven four five walk per nine, <laughs> which is actually second worst. That's not the worst in baseball. The White no. Sox have an eight two seven walk per nine, oh, which boy. is the same as their K per nine. I'm surprised. Uh, same amount of walks and uh, case per inning, but I'm surprised Flaherty hasn't messed it up for the Cardinals. Oh, with no. Oh, this is sorry. Just looking at relievers. Just looking oh, at just relievers. relievers. Oh, I got yeah, you. Just yeah, just relievers. 884 I'm, ERA. Do you also, when you hear Alvarado, do you always sing his name to the tune of El Dorado? Or is that just me? What is, yeah, yeah. Can you sing it for us? Can you remind everybody? I'm not going to sing it, but this actually did you, bring up a like, good. Can you just say the words? Alvarado. Thank you. Alvarado. <laughs> Alvarado. No. But I would always do. I had Troy Tulowitzki on my dynasty team. Or my keeper league for like six years, and every single time he hit a home run, I always said, always had to do too low whiskey. Every single time, <laughs> every single time he was on the team. Yeah, I missed. Um, this is the, this is an important question that I forgot that a bunch of people were asking me offline that they wanted to know your opinion on the band One Hundred Gex. What's your opinion on the band One Hundred Gex, Nick? Um, my opinion is that you made them up. <laughs> oh that's so good that's so good that is a plus premium content so here's what i want to do i i'm like so is tempted real? Is so actually yes like there's a band called gex? there's a band called 100 gex that like, a lot of like, people wait, wait, listen- is it like after the video game gex no, no, oh god that's brilliant. like 100 of not. them and it's all that that would that's like a hell for so many people it's like you go into a room and it's just a guy like this is like that time i was at this person's house you know yeah. it's just like a, it's like a party at ron Perlman's house. <laughs> yeah. and that's all they're doing they're they're sifting their their mar- margaritas and martinis and they go oh my god look at that i was like i want to leave right away i can't have a conversation yeah sorry so how uh, g-e-c-x C-K-X? G-E-C-S. Yeah. 100 Gex. And I want you... I want what? you to... I'm, like I'm, almost tempted to <laughs> I'm almost tempted to do like a live stream where you listen to 100 Gex for the first time. They're, oh, they're a, 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 like a hyper-pop duo. I think they're fantastic. However, I'm afraid to say that they're bad because it means that I'm old. And you'll get that interpretation as well. You will listen Wait, to them. Wait, were these the pe- people in Chappie? No, they were not the <laughs> Chappie. Oh my god. Oh my god. I just saw one image. I was like, oh well they <laughs> You know what I'm Where's talking about, right? I, I know that now I realize in my head. Oh, that is so good. Man, that is so good. No, um the uh, who are the uh, the actors I believe that you're referring to are the 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 um oh my god I can't remember start with an A right? South African it's the South yeah, African yeah, yeah. duo uh, I that I, I actually Jack. like a lot yeah, uh, what, pretty good what is the name oh yeah Diane Wood Diane Wood um I think they were in Chappie right or wasn't that who it was Diane Chappie this is good I'm listening to Dumbest Girl Alive yeah dumbest girl lives that's that's the that's the lead that's the lead track of their first single you should listen to doritos and fritos kind of reminds me of uh real real 
um, sleigh bells. Oh, okay. Of like of the right. overcompressed drum beat, and then like having some like guitar stuff. Hyper pop, baby. It's all yeah, hyper pop. Is that called hyper pop? I'm kind of into hyper pop. Go uh, listen to their album. It came out like a two weeks ago, and I'm so excited to hear your opinion on a hundred gex. But that was oh, our man, quick transition. I'm so sorry, I just like insulted all of them, but I think it's I think it's cool. No, 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 it's good. I think you'll dig it. You should listen. Why to the full did you album. bring you this might. up? <laughs> I because I was I, I this is truly how I feel about a hundred gex. It's like I've been listening to their album a lot, and it's like at first when I started listening to them, I really couldn't tell if I was like I really dig this, or if I'm like I am so afraid that if I don't dig this. Every young person can be like, yeah, of course. You just don't get it, you old man. <laughs> you know, oh, you know what I mean? It's, uh, it's I, I want to stop listening to you talk to listen more. Hold on. Okay. Yeah. I'll yeah. Uh, <laughs> go to go to Doritos huh. and Fritos. I think you'll really like Doritos and Fritos. Okay. So um, so this is uh, this is wonderful stuff. And you know what? I think uh, <laughs> I think we got to bring it back to baseball. Unfortunately, we can't because I got to go listen to more of this. We're going to take a quick break. All right, we're back here in the break. Nick really did listen to Doritos and Fritos by 100 Gex, and it was like one of those reaction videos where you give a two-year-old a lemon for the first time. It was <laughs> it's like a dog like takes a lick of like wasabi. And it's like, ah! Oh, God. Why are you giving dogs wasabi? Uh, we got to get back to baseball, though, but that was really brilliant. I wish you guys could see that, and it's exactly what I was anticipating. We So we... Oh, I, I don't think I gave my prediction for the NL East. You gave yours. I think it's a fun, bold, hot take. I think we see... Braves Mets stay where they are. Um, maybe the Marlins and Phillies do stay a little bit closer than people originally anticipated, and the Nationals just don't look good at all. Um, yeah. So the Nationals stay under five hundred. I think the Phillies get back to five hundred. The Marlins get over five hundred. Who does the Marlins? Who do the Marlins trade at the deadline? Who I don't. I don't think anyone. I don't think anyone now at this point. Nah, they're doing it. Who you think there's more depth that they get rid of as a pitcher? More yeah, pitcher? whatever. I don't know. They got to do something. They're going to be losing. Maybe. Um, yeah, Arias. I don't know. they're trading Arias again. Um, that that's clearly <laughs> going to be it. That's absolutely it, without a doubt. And they're like, okay, we'll get like Chris Flexen, and we're like, everyone's goes, what? How did this what? happen? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel for that database. Um, um, all right, all right so let's, let's move on. Here we yeah. go. I I mean, I think we we got around the same page as far as the ordering of here. Braves should be first by a mile. Yep. The Mets are. Man, if Scherzer's hurt, because honestly, he looked so bad. 14 yeah. hard-hit balls yesterday for Max Scherzer is a big deal. Um, and ugh, they have to, something needs to get fixed there. But that could be much rougher than we anticipate, especially if they don't have the backup of Brett Beatty for a bit. They have the, he had some injury in, in the minors. We don't know the severity of it yet. Um, obviously, Verlander's out for a while. I'm not loving what Carrasco has done. He looked really bad in that last inning. His velocity was down to 88.7 on his, the fastball that had a home run. Like what? That's not good at all. Um, it, It's all very, it's like falling apart already for the Mets. Uh, You could see one playoff team from the East. It could be like really? Dodgers, Padres, and one of the Diamondbacks and Giants. And then watch it like Cardinals and Brewers or something. That is my super ridiculous bold take after one week is that just the the Braves make it from the AL East. That's that's a fun one. That's a fun one. I don't yeah, know. I think the spice, the, baby. the spice is here. Let's go. I think the Mets are I, I almost kind of dig what they're doing because I think this is what they should have. We talked about this actually a few nabs ago, maybe, or maybe it was the last nabs where it was like. One of the issues that they ran into last year is their older dudes were gassed at the end of the year. Scherzer looked kind of gassed at the end of the year. So I kind of yeah. like the fact that they're like, mm, we're going to see if we can hover around until June or July, and then we're going to get hot, and then we're going to make the second wild card yeah, or the, the third thing wild is that card. You have to get hot. That's true. You have to get hot or, yeah. st- or just stay afloat. Stay afloat until they return. Mm-hmm. But I will say, like you said, not a lot of SP depth they, there. We, we got to right? get them an inflatable ducky then. Um, yeah, keep them alive. Let's move on yeah. to the NL Central. I think you broke down the NL. You broke down the NL East first last time, so I'll do the NL Central right now. Um, <clears throat> I'm sitting pretty with my Brewers prediction uh, in the first five games of the year. Their offense has uh, looked up and down, right on the road to start the year in Chicago, where it was freezing. I'm, it did I'm not look fun good. With you got Terang, you got Mitchell, you got Weimer. This is fun, man. What uh, what's going on in the PL Legacy League? I'm the only one picking people up and dropping people Weimer. over here. I got Weimer, buddy. 
you got Weimer, but I got Terang. I got Will Smith, who's going to close for the Rangers. I got mm-hmm. a- Adam Duvall, who's been knocking the cover off the ball to start mm-hmm. the year and looks fantastic. Look at you actually like caring. <laughs> I now that I have fewer <laughs> leagues, I can actually just like settle into it, which is nice. The uh. Brewers. The Brewers might I, I, I pick them to make the wild card and I think they could seriously be in play for winning the division. I mean, the rotation oh, yeah. Burns is going to be fine. Woodruff looks great. If Freddie Peralta can stay healthy, he's good. They'll get oh, Ashby yeah. at some point over the course of the year. And I do sure. think he'll end up in the rotation like that team looks good. The Reds, the Reds could be a fun team because they're like almost like they've got nothing to lose. They've got a really solid top three and they've got a bunch of fun stuff. I don't necessarily see them making any play for the playoffs, but they could well, be a fun team to watch. Okay, So a couple things quickly there. I don't understand how Luis Sessa is starting for the Reds. Like he was hmm. starting the last year as the last resort for them. And then uh, they just said, yeah, this is fine. If you're a Reds fan, you should be irate about this. I mean, I'm sure you are already, but. Still, you have my sympathies, Reds fans, because it's just unacceptable to me. Like Connor Overton and Luis Sessa are your four and five. Ashcraft, I hope, comes through. You said a really solid top three. It's really a top two. Ashcraft isn't a finished product yet. Sure. Um, We want that to work. He throws hard. Cutter looks a little different. Slider. uh, Cutter and slider are more emphasized in the sinker right now. It can work. It's just he hasn't quite put it all together yet. And the offense, how do you feel about the offense with the Reds? You never know. Um, I never I th- know how to feel about the Reds offense. I always I don't know why. I always have like a weird soft spot for the Reds because I just think that they're a fun team. But like they're it, it, we don't do this maybe as much as we should, but they're playing in, like you always say, cores light. Right. So and maybe we well, that don't was, that give was their, uh, Arizona, but now it should be. Yeah. It now it should be dramatic. great American because it's actually in many ways like uh, more of a, of a uh, you know, of a hitter's park than Coors at times. Actually, that's not true. Coors. Um, I don't know what I'm saying. Coors is always the best hitter's park in baseball. Best, great American is right behind it. I know I'm off my game. I'm still thinking about 100 gex. Um, <laughs> oh, that's but with that said, bad. that it's offense like can kind of perform there. Oh, gosh. Uh, it's so funny. There's there's a there's a fun path there again don't think they're making the playoffs but to to get through my full rankings here i do think the the brewers could legitimately win that division um the cardinals are in last that's not going to happen they're going to be above 500 again i will say though one of the things that always pops up with me about the cardinals at the beginning of the past couple of years and it's always been why i've ranked them lower is like what is that rotation right? Like just what is it? And then Adam Wainwright had like a fantastic year two years ago and they were fine. Miles Michaelis had a fantastic year last year. It seems like they always had someone who like stepped up, but now Wainwright is getting older and is injured. Jack Flaherty, man, just really not looking like what we need him to be. That offense getting 100% mash, but with the schedule being what it is this year when they can't necessarily beat up on lowly NL Central teams, I do wonder, maybe this is the year where that rotation finally catches up to them and they can't win the Central. Do you know that Escrafo um, meme of like that giant dude in like fantasy armor standing over a small dude and like protecting him with arrows and like giving yes him yes yes um that is how i feel the cardinals defense is to their pitching staff and it's like yeah. this is i think what the cardinals have done is they're saying all right we're just gonna have a really good defense and not invest on pitching because we'll just have the defense save us a bit that's what they're trying to do i guess one thing I'm not going to overlook is that Matthew Libertor is going to come up and I think be a major difference for the the Cardinals. I think Libertor added velocity last year, really good slider, curveball. I dig him a decent amount. Can you pitch I, every day? Yeah, um, maybe. Uh, the kids these days. Um, <laughs> that That is going to be a thing for the Cardinals is how much is the rotation going to hold up? I mean, really, you saw the, the USA, the WBC. That is the Cardinals rotation. Uh, so it feels like it, right? Uh, Michaelis and Wainwright, but then Merrill Kelly feels like whatever. But Jordan Montgomery, Stephen Matz, Liberatore, Michaelis does work in my view. And maybe you get something out of Jack Flaherty, right? I mean, that could play. I mean, of course, Stephen Matz doesn't have a, the best injury history himself. I uh, will see how this plays out for the Cardinals. Maybe they do add somebody. In season, they don't need to get an ace necessarily um, to win that division, right? They just need something that is serviceable. They got Jordan Montgomery trade deadline last year. The offense, man, there are too many fun yeah. guys. 
Yeah. Nolan Gorman's looking great. Tyler yeah. O'Neill is looking great. You know, you got, oh yeah, Jordan Walker, like Brendan Donovan. Uh, this is insane. So that plus the defense is going to win this central to me uh, for the Cardinals. Uh, it's just about, and the Brewers, I don't think the Peralta is going to survive. I don't think that Ashby's going to be as good as we want in the starting rotation because his sinker is not good against right-handers. It's just not. Um, and also shoulder injuries. We don't know how he's going to ramp back up. It's going to take time even when he does return to actually be a regular. We haven't seen like Ashby every five days allowed to go 90 plus sure. pitches. We just so, haven't seen it. DVR made a really good point. Derek Van Riper made a really good point in one of the more recent episodes of Rates and Barrels that kind of opened my eyes to a lot of things, which is like the, the Milwaukee Brewers signed him to a, a multi-year contract for a reason. And they're not going to do that if they don't believe that he can be viable. And sure. I am almost willing to almost throw out entirely last year because of injury concerns. And I do wonder if he can build upon what he did two years ago with the stuff that he has, because the Brewers seem to believe in that. They, they have no reason to give him that contract if they don't think that if he can stay healthy, he can be very, very good. Oh, you don't need to convince me of the ceiling of Aaron Ashby. All right. Mm. Remember, I was the one with the the, the yeah, iPhone yeah, the on, on yeah, the ta- yeah. Uh, yeah at the table while everyone was just having the PL meetup. I'm like, I need to watch Aaron Ashby start from today. Um, it's just a matter of like this year of how much Aaron Ashby is going to develop and grow and really impact that team. Hopefully, by the end, he has that rhythm and everything. We just have not seen that yet, and I can't depend on it quite yet. Um, okay. The Reds and the Pirates can get out of here, and the Cubs. I don't know. I like Jameson Time. I think it was a very weird first start for him. I'm not too worried about it. Drew Smiley was terrible. Hayden Wesneski is very fun. Stroman's very fun. How good is that offense? I, I'm not really that impressed by it. Maybe say, say Suzuki coming back is yeah, going to be a bit there, right? Uh, Dansby Swanson. He looked good. Be the thing. Uh, I don't know. He looked good. He's looked good to start yeah. the year. Yeah. That's really been fixed. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. He's looked good. And then uh, you have Ian Happ, who's solid. Um yeah that's it that's all i got all right let's move on then to our final division you're going to lead this one this is the nl west nl west so we got dodgers 4-2 giants 2-2 two and two. amazing only four games for them um, yeah, padres 3-3 three and three, diamondbacks 3-3 three and three, and rockies 2-4 and four. is this how it's gonna be at the end of the year fast no no um, oh okay Good podcast. That was, I, that was <laughs> hey, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, check out the latest 100 Gex album. Um, I think the well, you 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 lead here. This is your, you, you took this one. I took this. Oh, Central. you want Who me to? I mean, it? sure. I mean, the the Padres are not going to be three and three. Uh, the mm-hmm. Padres are going to win this division. Um, the Rockies are not going to be a 500. The Diamondbacks could surprise yes. if Ryan Nelson clicks in. If Fought um, kicks in. Um, if Bumgarner Garner gets removed, again. yeah, right. Dre Jameson <laughs> pitches good innings. Um, and Merrill Kelly, and, and, I mean, Gallon just needs to get better here at this point. The offense, I'm so curious to see how it develops with the young guys. Yeah. Uh, and Christian Walker is better, I think, than, I mean, he's looking like he's the same guy from last year, from my understanding so far. Um, very curious to see it. I, I don't know if I have the highest hopes of the Giants. Um, I don't know. I, I think Tony Descafani is a very underrated pitcher. He looked great against the White Sox. Yeah. That slider was cooking. And it was a situation where it was Tony Desco and Sean Manaya were supposed to piggyback, and the Giants were probably like, "All right, seventy pitches, Tony Desco. He probably like four innings and get four innings in Manaya. He he went seventy three pitches, six innings. Yeah, right. So I, so that was wonderful. So you might just see a full on six man rotation there. Manaya's throwing ninety four. Driveline helped him out. What do you know? Um, like that. That looks all right. It's just the offense is so bad. That is not a good Giants off. I know they teed off against Clevenger, but I mean, not Clevenger, Kopech, but oh man, I'm yeah, not. More I, I'm not encouraged by uh, by by the Giants' offense, and I think that's going to pull them down too much. So, yeah, Padres, are, they should come back. But maybe are we overrating the Padres a little bit with that offense? Maybe. Uh, I I don't think so. I think they're going to be just fine. Um, yeah, we definitely. Ha- I mean, we saw Bogart sit a, a nice home run yesterday. Um, you know, I know Manny Machado got ejected yesterday for a ridiculous reason, um, but I think they're going to be totally fine. I think what the biggest takeaway for me is 
the, the Dodgers are just always going to be the Dodgers, right? Like people were like, oh, the offseason they had was so terrible. They don't, you know, they got rid of, you know, they, they're not going to have the pitching. They don't have Bueller over the course of the year. And it's like, they're, they're going to be fine. Like that organization is going to be sure they might not win the division, but I'm still sticking with them for my World Series pick because I think it might be the best thing for them to win a wild card and then have mm-hmm. to fight their way through the playoffs as opposed to everyone being like, hey, they won 170 games over the regular season. Of course, they're going to win the, the World Series. There so is I kind of dig where they're at. There is one thing that they're screwing up. Hmm. And it's that Outman isn't a pitcher. He's a hitter. Uh, I know that's really difficult. That's really difficult. It's, it drives me insane. What did you do to Trace Thompson, by the way? Too you streamed him immediately after his multi-home run game, and he hasn't gotten a hit since. I don't think. Yeah, I know. So I I'm know. I'm putting the putting the it blame was one for of those you. like I had yeah. an open spot, and I was like, all right, let's just see if he's continuing to be this way. I'm like, oh, okay, he's gonna be like platoon and everything like that. Then fine, I moved on. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I came up with a oh, I I had a nickname for Trace Thompson. It was something with the T's in it um he's such a so he's such a tease because he's TNT oh and yeah okay. wasn't there the audi tt as well um yeah the audi trace tom something maybe something there i think that i agree with your <laughs> with your with your thoughts on the d-backs where it's like this could be a really fun team i think baseball america uh actually said that that was going to be the team that surprised the most people mm. i don't think they have a closer quite yet but it would be fun to see what would happen if they are buyers and can get a closer and I mean, maybe, can try maybe and compete Heimer schmidt uh ginkle <laughs> ginkle what what are you saying ginkle Heimer schmidt na, na, okay. Na, na, na. okay that's that, yeah sorry i know you were about to like look him up like who's Heimer schmidt i need a, oh my god who do i not know that is like i was like i know ginkle sorry, am i missing someone with Heimer schmidt here who's Heimer schmidt sid finch and Heimer schmidt yeah um it might be yeah, sid finch um that might be who the pirates deal to uh they there it is. If you go to the roster resource page, uh, there are two, four, six, eight relievers right now. All uh, closer. Five of them are listed yeah. as closers. I love it. Kevin Ginkle, <laughs> Andrew Chafin, Dre Jameson, who picked up his first save yesterday. Uh, Miguel Castro and Scott McGuff, uh, who did not look great um, uh, a couple days ago. McGuff, uh, man, Chicago, is- Illinois, 60652, right? S- Oh, God, love that. Big fan of that. Big fan of that. Uh, Nick, we don't have we, we got through all the divisions here. Uh, that's great. They're obviously going to stay that way. Our predictions are going to come true over the course of the full yep, season. Absolutely. Uh, we cannot wrap a NABS episode without doing at least one wild thoughts. You're not going to you. you're not going to believe me. You're not going to believe me. I ha- I, I don't no, have don't. one, but yeah, but you you're going to love this. What? Kristen has one. Chris has one. Kristen has one. My wife has right. one. She All didn't right, realize please. she was going to be featured on this podcast, but she, got? she had a good one. She, <laughs> this is so absurd. You don't have one. She thinks, no, no, no. She thinks that at some point, a mysterious Kraken should appear and take one of the players off of the field. And it will, <laughs> you don't know when it will happen and you don't know in which stadium it will happen. But it will happen once per game. So over the course of the day, Wait, you'll one, have to be one, like once per day or once per game. Once per day. So it happens day. once per yeah. day in one game. Oh you God. don't know the game. You don't know the stadium. You don't know the player. It could be a nobody. It could be the best player on the field. But a crack in so appears. So it, gets to be, it gets to be the like. Okay, so there's a whole thing about like the. Um, the teacher giving a test to a classroom. Sorry about this. Sure. I'll give you a test next week. You don't know what day it is. Yeah. So if there isn't if there isn't a test on by Thursday, you know it's Friday. Thus, it can't be on Friday, right? So okay. because the kids will know it's on Friday. So then sure. it can't be. But then if you, if there isn't a test by Wednesday, then it has to be Thursday because it can't be on Friday and so on. So what are you talking where, about? <laughs> what I'm saying is that if you don't know when it is, the Kraken will arrive, right? Mm. If like there's no games. Uh, sorry, like in the one late night game, you know that it's going to show for that last game. Totally. Like if there's been a full slate of games and there's one 10 p.m. Eastern game and the Kraken hasn't appeared, you're like, tune in because we, we're we on Kraken watch. Yeah. And we're we know and it's, watch. it's on it's oh Dodgers Padres 10 o'clock and we're on Kraken watch. Who's going to go? It could be anyone. Oh, my God. Clayton Kershaw pitched one pitch to start this game. That's going to determine the division. Kraken shows up. He's gone. Um, right. This is what this is what my wild thought is. I'm just gonna lead with this one or uh, lean in on yours. 
I think there should be um, once a week is a commissioner for a day. And they have a rule that they implement just for that day. For that day. Yeah. So so Chris could be commissioner one day. And then uh, I think you've been playing too many deck building games. That's what I think. You play Monster Train yet? You play Monster Train? I know of it. You should check out. You no. you would like monster. But anyway, I would love the fact of being like, all right, you know what? Today, uh, it's two strikes instead of three. Dig it. All right, I'll go let her know. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> I'll yeah. go let her know. I can't wait for her submission. That's what awesome. a great episode. That yeah. is so good. That was a fun time. Fast. Thank you so much for everybody listening today. I'm going to get this out before the Grayson Rodriguez uh, Degrom star. I'm going to do this for you guys. Uh, so thank you all so much uh, for listening to Nabs. Make sure you rate some review on iTunes, all that fun stuff, and check out PL Pro. That's the best way to support what we do. But that is it for today. So my name is Nick Pollock. And I'm Alex Fast, and we'll talk to you guys next week.